2: Desert's Bear Man, I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere.
0: Get on the phone now and call 800 387 8025. That's 1 800 387 8025. Or email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa.
3: Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, and I'm your genial host, Rudy Maxa. Nice to have you here with me this weekend. I've got a full roster of guests today, beginning with a, with a caller who thought he was getting a discount on a hotel when a Delta Airlines representative patched him through to Hotels.com. Turns out he wasn't, and his is a lesson from which we can all benefit. Then think about this. What happens to your frequent flyer miles when you die? Well, if you think your heirs inherit them, listen closely to Gary Leff, who joins me at about 18 minutes after the hour. And what if you divorce? Who gets the miles? And will the airlines cooperate if you want to divvy them up? Gary has the answers. Looking to get away with the family this fall? Interested in renting a vacation home? Leslie Carlin from TripAdvisor joins with some recommendations. And then I'll have three guests talking about zombies. Two in the second hour. And the first this hour when Patrick Konopelski talks about the zombie mud run taking place this weekend in Redding, Pennsylvania at his multi-haunted attraction called Shocktoberfest Scream Park. We all should be there. I'll have a couple of deals of the week at the end of the hour as usual, but let's get right into it with a look at some of this week's news and travel. Well, it seems as if every week a new airline has its turn being the monkey in the barrel. A couple of weeks ago, it was Lufthansa that was plagued by surprise strikes by employees that crippled the airline's schedule. Then United had another bad week with its computer system that was merged with Continentals and not entirely successfully. This week, it was American Airlines' turn. And it's still American Airlines' turn. The airline was lucky to get half it. Uh, the airline was lucky to get half its flights to their destinations on time this week, and there's no end in sight to these problems. On Friday, on Friday, I received a soothing email from Suzanne Rubin. She's the president of American's frequent flyer program, and she addressed her email to, and here I quote, our most valuable customers, unquote. She acknowledged things hadn't gone too smoothly this past week, said the airline would trim its flight schedule by one or two percent, at least through October. And she blamed the delays on an increase in maintenance write-ups by American's pilots, many right at the time of departure. These maintenance write-ups could be something as trivial as a seat back that won't go back or a reading light that doesn't come on. Uh, That delays the plane because it can't take off till the pilot certifies everything is copacetic. She said maintenance crews were doing the best to respond. What she didn't say is the write-ups and the spike in pilots calling in sick are due to a breakdown in labor relations between American and its pilots. Earlier this month, the pilots voted down a contract given to them and recommended to them by their union. So American, as is its right since it's in bankruptcy, stipulated new work rules, even less favorable than the proposed contract the pilots didn't get approved. You get the picture. It'd be illegal for the pilots union to suggest or condone the pilots begin a work slowdown or partial sick out. But clearly, American has a bunch of cranky pilots and they're not making life easy for the company or American's passengers. If you're holding an American ticket, watch your upcoming flights closely. Book an alternative one if yours is canceled or know how to book it anywhere and where to book it. Uh, meanwhile, I'd sort of book away from American if you absolutely, positively have to be somewhere on time in the near future while this work slowdown, unofficial work slowdown, is happening. You know, every man, woman, and child who visits Las Vegas or has visited the last few years knows about those guys and women who stand on sidewalks handing out business card-sized advertisements for escorts or X-rated adult clubs. And even if you were never handed one, the sidewalks are littered with the cards tossed away by recipients, most of them with uh, very risque photographs on them of women. Well, at long last, Vegas is trying to do something about it by passing a new ordinance that requires the folks who distribute those cards to pick up the litter on the sidewalk within 25 feet of where they're standing. Now, personally, I'd extend the radius to 100 feet and I'd enforce it with vigor. My guess is that the guys handing them out will spend more time picking them up than distributing them. So I was reading a column on Forbes.com the other day, and it was written by my first guest, Mark Weber Tobias. He's a lawyer and security specialist who travels the world consulting on locks and safes and other related items. In fact, in a future show, Mark's going to join me to talk about how effective that lock on your hotel or motel room door is or isn't. But he also has a history as a fraud investigator, which might be why he took special interest recently when he was booking a ticket to Hong Kong with a Delta Airlines telephone reservationist. And she told him, hey, if you need a hotel room in Hong Kong, I can connect you right now to Hotels.com. And what else did she say? Mark, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, how, how are you doing, Rudy? Um, well, she told me that we uh, would get a 25% discount. I'm, I'm uh, diamond level with uh, Delta, so we have a special desk. And uh, I had never heard of this before. I fly, obviously, a lot. And so I said, well, actually, I haven't booked my room in Hong Kong yet. So what's the deal? And she says, well, you get a 25% discount. So she switched me over. She says, we have a special deal with Hotels.com, which, of course, is owned by Expedia. Mm -hmm. So she switched me over to Hotels.com, and they gave me some prices. And I'm sitting looking up on the net at the same time that I'm talking to the Hotels.com reservation agent. And my antenna went up when you know they're telling me about these discounts, and I said, "Well, you have a special deal with Delta." She says, "Well, yes, they pass their calls over to us." That's because and, you were. That's uh, Mark.
3: Lemme, Mark, let me interrupt. That's because you were seeing the same prices online on your computer that you were being offered specially over the phone, right?
1: That would be correct. Okay, and so my because of my background in uh, in fraud cases, my antenna goes up. And Because I never trust anything the airlines tell me anyway. And so, (laughs) uh, give me a break. And so, you know, I finally said, well, what is your special deal with Delta? They told me it's a 25% discount. So the gal says, well, it's up to 25% discount. I said, off of what? Because that's the game that everybody plays. It's just well off the rack rate. I said, well, frankly, only idiots pay the rack rate. Right. That that's two to three times the normal rate. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're walking off the street, you get a rack. That's the rack rate. And you don't so know any better than bottom, to ask for
3: something that's not the rack rate. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the bottom line is they don't have a deal with Delta. So I call Delta back. And I says, ma'am, if I call your direct number not through Delta, and uh, will you give me the same rate? He says, well, of course we will. And so I called Delta back two more times, documented it, recorded it, you know, to, to basically build a case. And, you know, I got Delta to tell me two more times the same story. Now, it may be lack of training, you know, whatever. And finally, the third guy I got on, and this is all our diamond desks. These are the most competent, helpful people at Delta that are assigned, especially to us folks that travel at least 125,000 miles a year. Right. And the guy said, I never heard of this program. But he gratuitously added, I said, well, surely Delta gets something every time they refer one of these phone calls. Yeah, they get a kickback. And so that was his language, not mine. So that's the game. And I called Delta Corporate Communications, and they finally got back to me and said, yeah, you're right. There is no deal between Delta and Hotels.com other than call transfer and the passengers get 300 uh, mileage points for the referral. But other than that, there's no deal. So, you know, the the net result is any airline that tells you that they have a special deal with the hotels for reservations, I'd be really skeptical and look it up individually, you know, on the net yourself.
3: Mark, did the uh, corporate spokesman – well, you know, we're coming to the end of the hour. I've got to say goodbye to you. Listen, we're going to have you back on again, and we're going to talk about your other specialty, which is locks and safety in hotels and motels. Are you up for that? Yes, sir. All right. You can read Mark Weber Tobias' writing at Forbes.com. We'll check in with him later. Stick around. I'll be right back. To participate
0: in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com.
3: I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. After a lifetime of waiting, Kenneth and Kim had their retirement trip to Italy at last. On their final day in Rome, their guide brought them to the Trevi Fountain and told them the legend. With your back to the fountain, toss coins in the pond. Toss one, and you'll return to Rome. Toss two, you'll fall in love. Toss three, you'll fall in love with Rome. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Geico says, let's make life
0: simpler. It's ironic. Sometimes technology makes life more complicated. Take your TV, for example. How many remote control devices does it take to change a channel? GEICO, on the other hand, makes technology work for you. Your laptop, smartphone, tablet. No matter what device you have, no matter where you are, you're never more than a click or call away from GEICO. It really is as simple as that. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
4: I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to Amberin. Because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563.
0: To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World.
3: Welcome back. I'm Rudy Maxa, and this portion of the hour is brought to you by our friends at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling, and if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership free on On Call. They pers- they provide the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like social unrest or political difficulties in the country you might be visiting or the place you might be visiting. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. For more information, go to OnCallInternational.com or log on to RudyMaxa.com right there on the homepage of the radio show. Scroll on down a bit, and you'll see a link to OnCall International. Okay, so what happens to your frequent flyer miles if you die? Uh, you know, it might be something you don't think about very often, unless you're older and getting closer. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Um, the point is, frequent flyer miles can be very valuable. Um, I figure they're worth about a penny apiece. So if you've got 600,000 frequent flyer miles, that's like $6,000 worth of tickets or upgrades, maybe even more if you use them wisely. Gary Leff is co-founder of MilePoint, And he also uh, writes at viewfromthewing.com. He's a very experienced frequent traveler and writes often on these issues. And I'm delighted to have him on the show for the first time uh, from Washington, D.C. Hi, Gary. How are you?
5: Doing great. Good morning, uh, Rudy. Thank you very much for having me.
3: Well, let's let's consider death and divorce, but let's take death first. Can I pass my frequent flyer miles on to my heirs?
5: So the simple answer is, um, in many cases, yes. Um, but understand that most of the programs will tell you on their websites and their terms and conditions uh, that you cannot. Uh, The programs generally say that the miles and points, even though you think they're yours, really belong to the program, uh, and that when you pass away, your account uh, terminates, that your membership ceases, and therefore you would forfeit the miles. In practice, though, they're much more lenient uh, than their terms and conditions actually state. It's certainly understandable. I mean, that's a very difficult time people who have been loyal, uh, maybe family members may be loyal as well, Um, they will be much more understanding. It varies a little bit by program, but most programs will allow it. It's also not always necessary to go through a formal process uh, like that either. Uh, So, for instance, um, you don't necessarily have to tell a frequent flyer program when you've passed away, the people that you want to use your miles may just be able to have your account number and password or PIN and go onto the website and book the tickets they need, uh, or even call or even call up to do that, and that's going to often be the simplest, uh, easiest thing that comes at at no cost at all. Um, You know, make a list of your frequent flyer account numbers uh, and your passwords and and pins, or for that matter, uh, you know, leave it with your important paperwork, or if you use an online uh, service like an awardwallet.com that helps track all of your frequent flyer accounts, then there's really only one username and password you need to pass on. Uh, It's all stored in one place, and then the appropriate people can, you Use your points at will, for the most part.
3: Uh, uh, no, actually, but by pretending they're you.
5: Well, not necessarily. Um you know, uh, uh, if you have the proper identifying information and the person's last name is the same, a lot of programs will even let you call in on behalf of the account owner. Uh, So a spouse can call in uh, and say, you know, I'm looking to redeem these points uh, from my husband's account or from my wife's account. And you know the, you know, the last name is the same, they're not going to have a problem. Uh, You know the account address, which is usually what most programs will uh, ask to verify and let you book the tickets that you want. uh, Or you just log into the account. Uh, That's the simplest. There are programs that will require that only the account holder themselves is allowed to book tickets, uh, with a few exceptions. So British Airways has a form that the member can fill out that designates someone else to speak about the account on their behalf. So you can plan to do that in advance, just have filled out that form, and then a spouse or whomever you wish is allowed to talk to the program about your account. Um, That's really the simplest. Uh, That having been said, um, a lot of programs do have procedures in place um i think the friendliest Processes are uh, Alaska Airlines, uh, Delta, and U.S. Airways. That, with uh, proper death certificate and some indication of you know who's actually supposed to have the points, we'll just go ahead and transfer
3: them. Well, uh, let me, me stop you, you right there. It's, 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 I mean, let me remind our uh, listeners: that we're talking with Gary Left. He's co-founder of MilePoint.com. He writes for ViewFromTheWing.com. We're talking about what happens to your frequent flyer miles if you pass away suddenly or uh, at the end of your life, whenever that it might be. Um, Gary, I'm a frequent flyer on Delta, and prior to, you know, when you and I talked about you coming on the show this, this weekend, I looked up my Delta thing, and I had to print out a three-page form in order to leave my miles to someone in my family, or I guess just about anyone. Um, actually, they did ask for the relationship, so it's probably someone in my family. I have to have it notarized, um, and I know some, uh, suggest that you, some folks, some lawyers suggest you put it in your last will and testament as, as well.
5: So the nice thing about putting it in the last will and testament um, isn't that the program is required to do anything that you ask, but it's the way of documenting what it is that you wanted. So mm-hmm. the program is aware of your instruction, and when they're choosing to make the exception to their written policy, uh, they know what exception to make.
3: Okay, um, you're the so- expert. What have you done with your miles in case you get hit by a bus tomorrow in downtown Washington on K Street?
5: Uh, so they're actually not mentioned in my will, um, but uh, it, with all of my important paperwork is a list of my account numbers and passwords that my wife would have no problem using.
3: Okay. So you really, you, you if you had um, 600,000, 800,000 miles on Delta, you would not go to the trouble of printing out this document and having a notary watch you sign it, et cetera, et cetera.
5: Well, you know what? I my um, uh, I think my wife is probably fairly accustomed to how all the frequent flyer bookings work and, you know, can manage all this stuff pretty easily and confidently um, just from spending so much time with me. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm confident in her ability to do that. But if you really want to make sure things are as um, as safe, clean, and clear as possible, I think it is worth it. And I do think it's actually nice that although it is a form and it does require, um, you know, some extensive work on the form, I mean, Delta puts the form on their website. uh, So they have a process in place that'll let you do it. You might as well follow the process if it's uh, enough miles that you're, you know, to be concerned about.
3: Uh, You know, at the start of the conversation, you mentioned looking at the rules on the website. It's called the contract of carriage, as you well know. But finding it can be difficult on airline websites.
5: Well, the the contract of carriage refers to the air travel itself in most cases, and then there's the program terms and conditions, and those are equally dense. And the terms and conditions of the mileage program will usually say that the miles are not transferable, Mm. even at death or divorce, um, and and specifically that when the member passes away that the membership terminates. So the terms and conditions are usually not helpful in these situations, and it really is something that the programs are doing uh, above and beyond what the rules they've laid out require them to do.
3: Interesting. We've got about a minute and a half left. Let's uh, deal with divorce.
5: That's a little bit trickier and programs are much less uh, helpful and accommodating. They will not usually transfer your miles to someone else. And so what you need to do is think about your miles if they're significant and both parties want to deal with them in a divorce agreement as they would any other indivisible sort of asset like a car. You can't really just split them down the middle. Most programs will not just transfer them into a spouse's account, at least other than at the usual price at which they transfer miles, which is often about as expensive as it is the miles are, are, are themselves worth, something like a penny a piece and a transfer fee. Um, so you really will want to either um, you know, book tickets for each other, but that can be hard if the divorce is acrimonious, uh, or value it like a car where one person gets the car and the other person gets something of equivalent value. That's really the easiest. If you can't agree on that value, if there are children involved, maybe agree just to use the miles for the, tro- the travel of the children.
3: You ought to be a family counselor, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have you found any airlines, have you ever heard of anyone not being able to leave miles to someone or, well, that's the question, leave miles to someone?
5: Well, you know, United actually specifically says that they won't um, accommodate this in the way that Delta and American and uh, U.S. Airways and Alaska will. Um, And there, the best possible thing to do comes back to just having the account number and and password and PIN. Just keep using it. Keep using it. The United website has pretty much all of their partner flights even on it. And just go online and book the tickets you need.
3: As if you are the account holder. Correct. Right. Very good advice. Gary, um, this is your first time on the show. I'm delighted to have you on the show. Uh, and I want to commend your uh, view from thewing.com to our listeners, as well as milepoint.com. And uh, I'd like to have you come back from time to time, if you don't mind. Join us. Join our stable of regular smart people.
5: Well, I'd sure appreciate that and happy to have any interaction with you and, and your listeners.
3: Thank you very, very much. Take care, Gary. Thank you, Rudy. Okay, there you heard it. I learned a lot on that one. I did not know that uh, as a matter of course that uh, airline websites said you couldn't tra- can't transfer or can't leave to, to your heirs your miles. But as Gary said, uh, it can be done. And if you have a lot of miles on United, in that case, it sounds a little more complicated. You might just want to never quite tell United that the owner of those miles has gone on to a better life. Just uh, go on into the site. Make sure you have your spouse or loved one's uh, password. Go on to the site and just click away and order tickets for you, your family, your friends, just as you would if you were the account holder. Interesting, interesting stuff. We're going to come right back in just a moment because maybe you want to take a vacation this fall, maybe a family vacation, and maybe renting a condo or a house might be Preferable to staying, oh, paying for hotels every night. Leslie Carlin from TripAdvisor joins us right after these messages. Rudy Max's world
0: is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com.
3: Going on vacation? We like to think we'll never have an emergency away from home. But the truth is, accidents happen. Take Susan and her husband, David. They were strolling in Munich when Susan stumbled on a cobblestone, fell, and broke her ankle. Susan needed surgery and wanted to be treated by her doctors at home. Luckily, Susan and David had a travel assistance membership from OnCall International, so they didn't need to worry. OnCall helped them with everything. Don't you want an emergency resource, too? Visit OnCallInternational.com today, or for more info, visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance.
0: To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to rudymaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa.
3: Welcome back. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company, a worldwide leader in travel insurance. Travel Guard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe that help leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit travelguard.com forward slash stories. You can read the newest story in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a couple celebrates their retirement with a trip to Italy. And upon learning learning about the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the true ending to the story and earn a chance to win a Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories so there may be where you live maybe there's a little bite in the air in the morning now a little cooler in the evening certainly getting darker earlier no matter where you live fall is upon us and maybe you're thinking about a fall family vacation which might be a good time to consider renting a place to stay as opposed to pitching a tent or checking into a hotel leslie carlin is our etiquette and travel well she's trip advisors etiquette and travel expert and she's kind enough to join us from time to time on the show leslie welcome back
6: thanks for having me
3: well, so now, now what you, you know, when you're talking about rentals, you're talking about condos and vacation homes, correct?
6: Um, yeah, they can really be anything, condos, vacation homes, uh, anything from little one-bedroom places to really large houses that are good for an extended family.
3: And, 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 and yeah, I was just going to say, this, these are probably most applicable to either large families or, say, three couples are going somewhere together, and the price of a three-bedroom, three-bath home might be significantly less than three hotel rooms in a very nice hotel.
6: Exactly, yeah. And with a vacation rental, you also, um, you'll also you get a kitchen, and you can save a lot of money that way preparing your own meals instead of eating out in restaurants all the time. That can really add up.
3: Breakfast for kids, breakfast for kids. Exactly. You'll save hundreds right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what, what have you got? What can we learn from you and TripAdvisor.com on how to do this wisely?
6: Well, um, we looked at uh, vacation rental prices per bedroom per week in a number of destinations around the country. And uh, we found that for this fall, uh, you'll find the best bargains in the southeastern United States. So uh, South Carolina and Florida, some really great deals there. Kind of unbelievable prices, actually.
3: And, And why is that? Do you know?
6: Um, I think there's a couple of things. Um, These are very family-oriented destinations, and I think when school starts, people are hesitant to pull their kids out right at the beginning of the year, like now. Um, So, you know, the crowds thin out, and uh, just the prices drop accordingly.
3: Hmm. So so what kind of prices were you finding?
6: Um, So in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, we were finding uh, average prices of $322 per bedroom per week. Whoa. Uh, for, for a vacation rental. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you
3: can't, you can't, you, it's hard to find a cheese bag hotel for even that.
6: I know, yeah. And then Orlando, um, you know, the hotels in Orlando can, can really get up there, but um, a rental per bedroom per week, $347 there.
3: Wow. Wow. And uh, th- there are some, the word dangerous is too big, but there's some cautionary things you should do before you rent a place. For example, finding out if somebody really has the right to rent it to you, correct?
6: Oh, yeah, that, that's always a good thing. Uh, definitely, you know, read reviews online, look for pictures. Um, you know, the more you can find out about the place in advance, the better.
3: And how can TripAdvisor help you? Let's give a plug to the uh, parent corporation here.
6: Sure. Um, well, one of the things that we have is a vacation rental cost calculator. It can um, you put in where you're thinking of going, how many people, how many nights, and whether you're going to eat out a lot or not, and um, it'll run a comparison of rentals to hotels in the area. So that can give you a good idea of whether a, a rental might um, you know, make sense for your particular group.
3: Interesting. And are there's some websites? I know one of the best known is Airbnb, and then there's uh, some of the websites that, that are prominent in this field.
6: Um, yeah, you know, I, I, um, I don't know too much about those. I I would just say that, um, you know, definitely make sure that, uh, you, you have the full information about the place where you're going, uh, that you've checked it out well in advance. Because with rentals, you know, you don't want to get there, especially if you've got little kids in tow and find out, uh, you know, what you think is a great place is actually a dump. So, uh, do do your homework. (laughs) And
3: I often encourage people to talk to either the owner or the manager of the place, Mm -hmm. And ask the tough questions. You know, what is Steps from the Beach? Is it a 2,000 steps or is it <laughs> yeah. right outside the front door? Is it, what's it next to? What do you see when you look out the windows? Do you see a nuclear power plant or do you see a lovely grove of palm trees and, or, and the sea? And, and, you know, how's the water pressure? I would really, really um, uh, be tough about uh, yeah. uh, questioning and be very brutal about it and ask for photographs that might not look, you know, some people take photographs and they take the one good shot of the place and that's it. I would ask for more.
6: Yeah, definitely. And, and um, you know, read the reviews, uh, because that's where people are going to say if the owners are nosy. <laughs> um, ah. You know, if they're coming by several times a day and checking on you, uh, it's going to come out. Um, but, you know, conversely, if it's, uh, if it's a great place, uh, you'll learn about it there, too.
3: And also, what are included in your costs? You have to pay for electricity, the cable, portion of the capability. You have to pay that for the cleaning of the place. after. I mean, make sure you get the full Monty.
6: Yeah, and also make sure you know the cancellation policy. Um, I, when I'm talking about rentals, I always like to mention a travel insurance, too, because the rentals tend to have uh, stricter cancellation policies than hotels do. Uh-huh. So if you're used to hotels, um, you might want to look into the insurance if you're um, getting a rental for the first time.
3: Right, right. Okay, all good advice. and And find out a little about the neighborhood as well, too.
6: Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Find out where you are, what's within walking distance. Um, as you said, what does it mean by steps to the beach? <laughs>
3: right. Okay, Leslie, hey, thanks for dropping by. Hope you have a lovely fall vacation in your, in your, on your horizon.
6: Thank you very much.
3: Leslie Carlin is the etiquette and travel expert with TripAdvisor.com. Be tough on those rental deals. Be tough. Don't just go, okay, and hang up. When we come right back, we're going to go to Reading, Pennsylvania, and check in on the zombie mud run that's happening right about now this weekend. Don't go well.
0: Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800 387 8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Geico says, let's make life simpler. Look, I'm all for modern conveniences. But ask yourself, do you really need a blender with 23 buttons just to chop an onion? At Geico, we think life should be simpler. So we make it super simple to save on car insurance. Just one click and you could be on your way to saving hundreds. Come on,
3: people. Life doesn't have to be that complicated. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have On Call International. On the line is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with On Call International so important?
5: Rudy, On Call International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home. And we offer plans to fit every budget or need.
3: Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com.
4: I lost 12 pounds. I lost 7 pounds. I lost 9 pounds. I went from size 14 to size 8, and it was so easy. These are real experiences of women over 40 who finally lost weight with Amberin. Once you're over 40, hormones and other body changes make losing weight practically impossible, especially if you're entering menopause. If you want to finally lose weight, including that stubborn belly fat, without additional exercise or difficult diets, there's no alternative to amberin. Because Amberin is the only clinically proven solution for sustained weight loss in women over 40. Amberin reprograms your body to stop storing fat. It balances your hormones and improves metabolism. It's healthy, natural, and it works without additional exercise or tough diet plans. Call in the next 15 minutes to receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Call 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. 1-800-525-2563.
3: I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories travel guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my dvds from paris to hong kong tokyo to tuscany i've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations knowing a bit about the history culture people and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv. And check out the new Blu-rays as well.
0: Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025. Or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's world.
3: Welcome back to Rudy Max's world. Listen, um, you may have picked up over the last few years that zombies are hot. I mean, it's not gangnam, you know, uh, gangnam style exactly, but it's certainly been a growing passion among people who really take zombies seriously. And uh, in the next hour, we're going to talk to Max Brooks, the author of one of the books that started that craze uh, back in. Oh, six years ago. Uh, but I want to check in first with the owner of the Zombie Mud Run that's happening this weekend in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, uh, his name is Patrick Konopelsky. Uh, Patrick, are you with us? I am. How are you doing, Rudy? And Patrick knows a lot about this stuff. He also owns the Shocktoberfest Scream Park in Reading. that's open uh, from... It opens up next weekend, Patrick?
2: It does. Next weekend and every weekend until November 5th.
3: November fifth, okay, so what is the zombie mud run, and why does the title make me not exactly want to come right out there and do it, but I bet a lot of people do.
2: <laughs> well, it's happening right now, and there's over a thousand people running away from zombies, so uh, <laughs> they they must know something. I don't know. everybody seems to be having a good time and laughing are you there on the site on. are you there at I the am. Soc-
3: okay and who who yeah. are the who are playing the zombies?
2: Well, when you sign up for the zombie mud run, you can sign up as a human or a zombie. So it's people uh, just like you and me that want to have a good time on a Saturday and do something a little bit different. And uh, they either are really into running and want to experience something new and different, or they're really into zombies and get to be a zombie and, and have a little fun that way. And is it muddy? It is lots I mean, of you, lots of mud.
3: Do you make the mud, or did you just get a lot of rain this week by luck?
2: We <laughs> we make some, and we do use Mother Nature a little bit, so a little half and,
3: and half. And now, set the scene for us: Is this a for? Are you in a forest? Are you on a in a meadow? Uh,
2: so actually where we are, we um, we are at a screen park, so we have acres and acres and acres of land that we use for our Halloween event called Shocktoberfest, where we have haunted hayrides and haunted houses and uh, all that fun kind of stuff that we do every year. And then we have uh, different you know events throughout the year other than Shocktoberfest, and our kickoff event this year to Shocktoberfest is the Zombie Mud Run. So, If your listeners are not familiar with what a mud run is, it's uh, basically you have your marathons, your half marathons, which are generally set up in the more, um, you know, city or uh, urban environment. A mud run is more of a rural experience through the woods and the trees and cornfields and mud. And then what we did to make it a little more interesting, a little more fun, is we've added zombies
3: to the mix. Well, now, so, so do folks take a certain route, or do they have to sort of weave their way through forests and fields to get to the, other, to get to the end line, I guess, with the it's potential a, that zombies a, could pop up from anywhere?
2: Right. Well, excellent question. No, it's a 5K race, a little over three miles. Oh. It's all charted out. There are man-made and natural obstacles all throughout the course. And, uh, essentially, what you do, you have a starting line and a finish line. If you sign up as a human, you get a flag football belt, and those represent your organs, your brain, your heart, and your entrails. And then you run the course. And along the course are zombies hiding, ready to jump out and attack at any given moment and uh, attack your vital organs and infect you with the living dead virus.
3: Oh, my goodness. Now, you, you are not actually chased by zombies. They don't run very fast, do they? Or do, don't they sort of lope well, along we slowly?
2: Have, <laughs> we have creepers and we have leapers. So the creeper <laughs> zombies are a little bit slower, but they do have a tendency to lunge. And then we have the, the leapers that they do have uh, a little more energy in them. They're not quite as dead as the, as the creepers.
3: And does everybody do their own makeup?
2: No, we have a full makeup staff here, Ooh. airbrush system, and nonstop the people show up. They get turned into zombies, and uh, they are put the, the zombie outfits on, and then we truck them out to the course, and then they uh, and let start go. attacking.
3: Patrick, we only have 30 seconds left, but can a runner defend him or herself in any way short of just running away?
2: They cannot. It is not, no physical contact. They can only run. That's all you can do is avoid a zombie. We don't allow them to shoot them or attack them in any way.
3: And how long might the run take, the course take?
2: Uh, it depends on how good of a runner you are, half an hour, 45
3: minutes. <laughs> and you've got 1,000 people out there this weekend?
2: Uh, over. We're at about 1,200 right now, and they're still coming.
3: And you got one going on where next weekend? In East, Win- East Windsor, New Jersey?
2: Not next weekend, but November 3rd in East Windsor, New Jersey is the last Zombie Mud Run
3: uh, for the year.
2: And then our uh, calendar will be set on our website at thezombiemudrun.com.
3: Zombiemudrun.com if you want to check it out. And we're going to have Patrick on next week because he's done an interesting, he has some interesting thoughts on why people like to be scared. Hey, Patrick, thanks. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre screen home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com.
3: Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's about 52 minutes after the hour. Say, uh, five days a week for many of my stations, or many of our stations, uh, I do a thing called a travel minute. It's a a uh, wry observation, something humorous, perhaps, uh, more, or more likely to be simple consumer travel advice. It's called the Travel Minute. It uh, runs during morning drive time on probably about two thirds of, st- of the stations who take my show. Um, and if you uh, either don't hear it during drive time or your station doesn't carry it, feel free to go to my website, Rudy Maxa, R-U-D-Y-M-A-X-A, RudyMaxa dot com, and just click on Travel Minute, and there you'll see a transcript. It's not an audio; it's a transcript of that day's Travel Minute. Travel Minutes a minute isn't long, real fast to read. They're all sort of bite-sized. You can scroll through them and see if there's anything that you might like to learn from. Or go to Facebook, and I do post stuff on Facebook on my fan page. The fan page is Rudy Maxa TV Show. And as I say, and regular listeners are sick of me saying it, this is not a TV show. I understand that. But I also do a series on the great destinations of the world for public television, for PBS. And, uh, when I set up a fan page on Facebook, they didn't have radio show as a category. All they had was TV show. so since I do a TV show, I put that there. So you'll see some TV stuff. You'll see some radio stuff. You'll see some links to deals now and then if I think they're really exceptional. That's, uh, and uh, if you like me, I think we're trying to hit 2,000 likes by the end of the year. I think we're close to it. Help me out. Go to Facebook, Rudy Maxa TV Show, and I'll pop up there and uh, and uh, join me. Listen, if you're driving in Washington, D.C., watch yourself. A national insurance study said motorists there are more likely to have accidents than in any other city in the country. Drivers there have an accident every 4.8 years. How's that? Uh, You can compare that with the city with the lowest rate of accidents, which is Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where drivers there average an accident every 13.8 years. 4.8 versus 13.8. Okay. I guess insurance is a lot cheaper in Sioux Falls than in downtown D.C. And be careful who you carp about if you're visiting Zambia. A Swiss tourist was arrested at the border for insulting the country's president, that delightful chap, President for Life Robert Mugabe. That's my title for him. Apparently angered at a bureaucratic delay at the border, the Swiss man called Mugabe a swear word and said he and his people know how to screw people, especially foreigners. That happened on a Saturday, and by Monday, that Swiss guy was in court. And on Wednesday, he was ordered to pay a $200 fine. Now, unfortunately for Zambia, Z- uh, Zambia tourism, the or Zambia tourism, the incident was reported worldwide, including the news of insulting Mugabe's an in offense under sweeping security laws, and prosecutions there are common. Hmm. And I don't know if I mentioned this last week uh, or, or not. I can't remember. I had it in my notes. I don't know if we had time to say it. Forgive me if it's a rebate. It's just a little short item. If you're thinking about a trip to Iceland uh, sometime in the future, I'd suggest visiting before May of next year because the government there is proposing a sharp increase in the value-added tax in Iceland on hotels, restaurants, and tourist attractions. How sharp an increase? Listen to this. From 7% tax to 25.5%. Wow. That is a that's a killer race. Okay, a couple of deals before we uh, say goodbye for this hour. Uh, oh, there's the cash register. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, the sound of the deals week. Now, if you're a cigar smoker who's finding it more and more difficult to find a place that'll welcome you to visit and light up, consider a trip to Charlotte, North Carolina, where the Charlotte Marriott Center's, excuse me, Charlotte Marriott City Center. Uh, It's a smoke-free hotel, but they've opened a little enclave called Cutler's Cigar Bar, one of the few smoking lounges left in Charlotte, apparently. You can pick up some legal pre-Castro Cuban cigars. Boy, those are old cigars, because Castro's an old guy. Um, And spend uh, spend a while uh, contemplating the 35 different kinds of scotch on offer there in the uh, Cutler's Cigar Bar. You might want to sip a little while you're puffing away. There's a Mother of Pearl inlaid pool table, imported Honduran mahogany wood bar, Tables and lots of made-in-North Carolina leather chairs and and sofas. What will this cost you? $144 a night. It's not expensive. $144 a night will get you a double room Thursday through Sunday at the Charlotte Marriott City Center in North Carolina, plus two cigars, a cigar cutter, and some candies and mints you can bring home to the kids. The Charlotte Marriott City Center is right downtown, as, it names, as its name implies, and it comes complete with an indoor pool, and lots of dining op- options. Now, if you want a beachside family getaway, how about a big family reunion in the Caribbean? The Western San Martin will give anyone who books 25 rooms or more, 25 rooms or more, a 30% discount. So if you stay four nights, it'll cost you $450 a person. That's for all four nights per person. I mean, you know, total. $450 for four nights. You'll get oceanfront accommodations, breakfast buffet every morning, a welcome or farewell reception for your family or group, and a private buffet dinner featuring live Caribbean entertainment. Now, this offer is good through the end of October next year, 2013, so you have a lot of time to round up enough family members or friends to uh, occupy 25 rooms. You'll do fine. And you want to go to a safari? Lion World Tours is putting South Africa on sale. This is based on East Coast departures beginning at $2,900 per person for a nine-day vacation and safari trip, includes four nights in Cape Town, two nights in the Bakaobung Bush Lodge, plus six breakfasts, two dinners, and two open vehicle safari drives, plus round-trip airfare. The trips depart from New York, D.C., Montreal, or Toronto on South African Airways. That $2,900 includes all taxes and fees and everything I just mentioned. And there are travel dates available between November of this year and next March. You can find details at lionworldtours.com. Lion is L-I-O-N, like the African lion. Coming to the end of the hour. If your station is leaving us, it's a tragedy. But I hope I hope you'll join us again next weekend here in Rudy Max's World. If your station's sticking with sticking with us, as most of our stations do, we're going to pause for about six minutes here, taking break for news and local uh, announcements, and then I'll be right back. Oh, we got a big hour coming up. Don't don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.